0: what is going on ladies and gentlemen <laughs> boys and girls it is your host your boy a j-dog here on xp share i am joined today with my lovely co-host juice wayne and our lovely amazing guest charlotte how you guys doing today i'm feeling lovely Ooh. oh <laughs> yeah oh, i'm feeling good a little, a little pretty
1: <laughs> i feel pretty uh, so <laughs> having a good day, man. <laughs> have a good That's, day so far. Well, good weekend in general, honestly. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I
0: feel like the weekend's already over. It's gone. It yeah, never I happened.
1: Lost it. We <laughs> lost it, unfortunately.
0: Non-existent.
1: <laughs>
0: hey there. <laughs> uh, so, I am so excited for this. Um, Charlotte has come to me with some questions of her own, with her uh, current PhD venture, I'm, for lack of a better term, we are excited to share it, and we are more than excited to have her on talking about it. You know who we are, so we're going to jump straight into it. Charlotte, tell people about yourself. Oh, God. What um... you're working on, everything.
2: So I'm Charlotte, um, I'm also known as Fully Custom Online. Um, I'm currently studying my PhD in Creative Technologies, um, which is going to basically be about online gaming communities and whether people believe that they can have as an authentic relationship online as they can in real life. Um, but on on the side of that, I am a content designer and I love making videos and making cool avatars and cute things. Um that's pretty much
0: it for, me. for those of you who do not know um again her uh avatar or uh, avatar whatever profile name fully custom in the discord um she's got her own design uh channel as well if you want to check out some of her work I'm sure she's got her portfolio somewhere linked there um yeah, I'm actually a hundred percent sure it's somewhere there. But- <laughs> <laughs> um definitely check it out um art is amazing i've commissioned some myself uh the uh old Clark, crack media logo for sure well the actual crack media logo it's just with a different background now um so she did that for me thank you amazing oh, don't worry. um so let's jump right into it um we got a, we got a list of topics to go through we're gonna try to touch on in an hour uh but we're also thinking about yeah we're also probably gonna continue this on a second episode for sure uh so don't go anywhere guys this will definitely be a series and god i'm so excited i'm really excited to talk about this It's like
1: yeah man <laughs> it's as it's as, as lifelong gamers too you know people who you know you know they 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 say you you do you do something for ten years or ten or ten thousand hours you can consider yourself a master, right? I mean we've been we've been <laughs> in the gaming community for much longer, than and 10 they're years, crying, so. dude. <laughs> this is something that uh, you know you can can naturally speak to, uh, and and with confidence.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> well, it's it it's just interesting how much, especially like, especially how technology has supported the whole thing as well. Um, yeah, and we're definitely going to talk about that. So, um, first starting off, um, kind of what you wanted to go over the definition in the early days. So what were you, what are you trying to, what are you trying to get about the whole nature, um, kind of like theme? what? Are you, <laughs> On, it's all, I,
2: I know it's it's a whole thing I, to be fair I've, I've got to give it to these guys i gave them a whole thing and i was like let's just talk about it all <laughs> um, and it's just the contents of my head to be fair um so when i was talking about the definition of the early days um obviously like for me at, at 26 um the online gaming communities go way before me and which is always strange to think about is that all these different decades of people have had a different introduction to how communities have become about you know whether they were physical or or now more online than anything so what i wanted to touch on with the definition of the end of the days is what actually people consider an online gaming community mm. so if you guys were to define it what 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 would you class as an online gaming community for you
1: ah that seems it seems like it like it has the potential to be specific. But, <laughs> but it's very, very open ended <laughs> if you wanted it to be as well.
0: Um, so um, yeah. I think I think at the end of the day, like uh when you when you're talking about just like a gaming community, you're just talking about the the people who hover around that game pretty much, who play that game, who talk about that game. Um kind of stuff like that so there's i would say there's a little bit of a difference between like a quote-unquote broad online community versus kind of like a niche gaming community versus a game community kind of thing yeah. um but i mean of course at the end of the day kind of like um kind of like crack what crack media is doing right now is i mean it's a it's not just a gaming community it's more of an online community but you know we still have different people that like different games and st- stuff like that so i guess it really depends on what you're trying to hone in on as far as like if you're talking about an online gaming community from xbox live call of duty or ps5 apex legends kind of thing like that or if you're talking about kind of like a social Twitter. Platform, yeah,
1: Discord it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. um, 100%. Yeah, it, it, can, it can be broken down into multiple. I mean, this is a, a multi headed beast with, with, without question, you know. It's, I mean, technic- technically,
0: you could probably call Reddit an online gaming community, depending on the subreddit. Um, that That's actually, really,
2: like, yeah. interesting thing to say about the whole Reddit and Twitter thing because technically. Him, according to the academia, technically social media is an online gaming community, but um, if it's a, whether you take it as you said in that broad context or in that niche context, yeah, it's, as long as there is a group of people coming together about something that talking in a gaming related way that is a community, it doesn't matter how big or small it is. So even if, like, I don't know, you've got a private Discord server and there's three of you in it, like, technically, <laughs> you're a community it's like it's just like talking about the same thing together um but no i I, I really liked your point about the social media thing because a lot of people would just assume that social media and gaming communities are completely different but i think what it is is social media is a tool in which to communicate and i think that's something really important as well it's the same like with um i would consider like guild chats would also be a part of gaming communities because Mm -hmm. even though you're physically in the game, you're still talking about it and still being a part of something.
0: Exactly. 100%. Um, 100%. And yeah, that goes back to like old MMOs. Jesus. MMOs. (laughs) Like, um, you know, just starting off with one of the first major ones is EverQuest. You know, you got, you know, EverQuest had a guild system. There's a community there. Went into World of Warcraft um other MMOs like that. And then that kind of goes back on the technology of um just online forums in general. Uh as you can see nowadays, forums aren't a major thing anymore, especially with the implementation of things like Discord and gilded uh forums are not a thing in the past, but they're they're like the they're like the cassette tape slash cd of today's age you know. the vintage yeah exactly yeah, yeah 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 but anything
2: what is it now is it like is it 10 or 15 years when someone's class as vintage so that's I, all I of think, us.
0: i think it's 15 uh, that sounds about right yeah
2: um but yeah hmm. i think yeah the whole like idea that i think forums were like the catalyst and then that became sort of instant messaging and then instant messaging has then progressed to kind of where we are with discord and things like that because like i remember 10 year ago there, were, there wasn't discord it was like skype or um yeah. team, what was that other one called team viewer oh right, no, my like... well, Team
1: viewer well oh yeah there's there team speak as well well oh uh, team speak yeah. yeah
0: so there's there was team speak there was ventrilo um oh, xfire xfire Oh yeah, Xfire did have voice at some point. Um and then um even Curseforge. Uh wait, was Curse, wasn't, yeah. Wait, was X Fire Curses? Um uh, No, those sure were two different those were two different things. I somehow somehow I think I was thinking that X Fire was Curseforge's voice platform, but I don't I don't think that's a hundred percent correct but they definitely you know they all transitioned again Ventrilo TeamSpeak um CurseForge Xfire they they all transitioned with that again the voice the voice thing to where now here we are discords everything's everything's yeah. in one place you got instant messaging you got voice Leo chat you got your, your own streaming like it's literally your own server yeah
2: yeah
1: it's true <clears throat> It, the no, the evolution of this is, is is insane. Which you know earlier we were talking about you know writing a thesis or or a dissertation. It's like you know, naturally with everything that that we've seen. I, don't know, I mean, if you you tell me to write a, a, a 100, 100 page paper on this, I might be able to. I, I'll probably get some more like sixty, and then uh, and then I'll I'll just burn out from there. But uh, there's, a, a, there, 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 there's so much to uncover. You know, historically, it's that hyper yeah. fixation. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. um but it's just yeah it's just interesting especially when you're um uh, when you think about it from um not just a mmo kind of text perspective but then when you when you go from the like the evolution of xbox live playstation online um you know nintendo online like they've always had Focal platforms, they haven't really, you know, those weren't really, quote unquote, text-based communities. So, you know, you would always get online, invite somebody to a party you got your friends list. So, I mean, that's a community in itself right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, this is true. Where, where, where does all this start start for you, Charlotte? I mean, at, at what point did you find yourself fully enveloped in the in the gaming community?
2: So, um, I think I was a pretty late bloomer to gaming community specifically. Um, I got my first laptop when I was eleven, and um, from then I was like obsessed with like Deviant Art if anybody remembers that. Um, yep. And talking yep. on there with like all forums and because um, people like had their own like um oh what do they call them like role play like servers on there and like oh here's my character let's go pretend like be somewhere else and that was always fun and then when my my brother he he got more consoles i got more like pcs like that's kind of how we developed and um he started talking to more people like on the playstation and then it kind of transitioned like to nintendo started to get that sort of thing as well and then um i end up um talking we had like the same like group of people on skype that's that's pretty much where like it started and why I'm always why we always so interested in talking about it is because everybody's story of where it began for them is so different. Like, yeah. as I say, like for me it was like, oh yeah, I've I've always loved gaming, you know, I've 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 gamed all my life. But like the specificness of talking to people, I was like, well, the first conversation I ever had with someone specifically in a community like that was when we were talking about Animal Crossing. And it was like, but for someone else, it might be like, oh, I was talking to, you know, we was fighting to the death, you know, some, on something, and, like, that's how we became friends, or we were frenemies, yeah. and I think that's just such, like, an interesting place to start.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's a good point. That's a, that's a great point. I, I, I can definitely think of a few people that I'm friends with now because we were beefing at some point, you know, whether it was on a a, a GTA Five role-playing server or... Just randomly met them in a Call of Duty lobby, and yeah. you know, it's so true.
2: One of the, um, the one v one me, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, I I loved playing COD when I was a teenager because of how angry people got. And it's obviously it's still now; it's still a thing. Yeah. But I think it was just that sort of purity of just like hearing all of these grown men just just get angry. It's just <laughs> I think that just kind of helps. It not well, not helps for anything, but. It helps you feel like you're a part of something, even if they're angry at you. It's like, oh, well, I belong, you know,
1: because yeah. we're all <laughs> no, that's a great angry,
2: point. or whatever. Um, now, one I... of my um, my brother's best friends, um, he's known him, um, coming up 13 years online. They've never met in person. Um, I've spoken to him for all this time, you know, I had to make sure we we're all right, and um, I think he wouldn't have met, he, I think they spoke like on Mod Nation on the PlayStation, which was just like a really niche, weird thing. And they just started talking and then this friendship that's going to probably last a lifetime comes out of it. And it's yeah. like, that's so interesting to think about. It's true. It do not always happen in real life because like, well, at least in my opinion, it's like um, if you bump into someone in the street, you might have a two minute conversation, but that will be it. Where I think online allows you to kind of explore
1: it. That yeah. is a great point, actually. You you don't necessarily. I don't. know, Maybe you, maybe you don't. You don't feel. Wow. How do you describe that? It's like if it's in person and you randomly have a conversation with someone. You know, you you might small talk for for a minute or two and then go. All right, it's getting a little awkward. So you have a good day now. Whereas online, it's randomly running to someone small talk. Hey, you're kind of cool, man. You want to keep playing, and then now the next thing you know, you guys are friends. Yes. I I could definitely <laughs> I can definitely relate
0: to that. <laughs> I'm definitely okay. it's I, it, it's it's there. It's like especially with the social awkward kind of like I, I'm just gonna say society right now, just for a general broad term. Sure, it's sure. it's like it. You know, you, you meet a, you meet a new person and you're, you know, you are that kind of introvert, socially awkward person. It's, it's not that you're looking for a way out of that person to person interaction, but it just gets so awkward so fast because it's that person person interaction yeah, that it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it almost doesn't feel as authentic in a way, which is arguably different. In a sense, depending on, like, of course, who you are, who your background is, kind of stuff like that. So, Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, How how much liquor do you have in you at that moment? (laughs) (laughs) Make a difference.
2: (laughs) I think as well, what always helps, like, uh, uh, and it's something that I've kind of touched on in my research, is, like, the idea that you have something in common straight away with someone. Because, like, when you're online, you're playing a game, you're playing it together because you both love it. And, like, mm. you have that in common and then you can move on to the other things. And, like, statistically, um, it's more likely that you'll be more open online than you will in real life. And I think that helps as well because it might be like, look, I know we've only known each other a week, but, you know, I feel like telling you about, like, my life. <laughs> and It's mm-hmm. weird, but it's also, like, it's needed now because it's, like, um, it's jumping the hurdle straight away. No awkwardness or making it as least awkward as it possibly can be.
0: I'm just I'm just saying the best way to make an online friend is when you trauma dump on each other
1: within the first yeah. hour. <laughs> trauma builds character. <laughs> Especially between people.
0: You're just, you're, just like, you're just like regurgitating your whole backstory and then the other person's like, Alright, I guess I'll regurgitate mine and oh shit. You wanna play more games?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that's a good point, man. Tra- I mean, Two of them. I mean, we could we could talk about you know, like MCGB, for example. As I mean, it started off with me knowing you, you knowing Nico, and then Nico introducing myself to everyone else. And now, I mean, what is this? 14 years later, we're still, you know, adults now. Some of us with kids and whole families, but still hanging out, seeing each other, and it's it's not like we grew up. Well, I mean, some some of the guys did. I didn't, <laughs> but 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 when I see some of these guys, I I just it's just a dopamine dump, you know. I I can't help but want to you know open my arms and and hug everyone, as if you know we 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 grew up together went to school together. I didn't go to school with these guys, but Call of Duty, you know, a- 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 Xbox Online. It's- just a just as a little
0: backstory for everybody. MCGB was like our. Call of Duty group, um, stood for McGangbang, which was, um, (laughs) a concoction at McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. we would, it would be, it would be our ritual every day. It was, uh, McDouble, um, over top of a McChicken and, or a a McChicken inside of a McDouble. That, yeah, that better stated, uh, (laughs) But we were, you, that's, I mean, it was, it was the name of our group Is what is what we all agreed on. It's like, it's what we all just went with. And then it was just a meme we, every time we'd go to McDonald's, like it wasn't, it wasn't officially on the menu in places in California. Apparently it was in like Florida and stuff like that. So you would need to order, you would need to order it separate. You would need to get the McDouble and the McChicken and you need to put it together yourself. But it, you know, it became like kind of like our our own in person ritual outside of the online universe, which was Call of Duty.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I don't know. I was just. It was just. Um. We. It was just funny when you said about the whole like outside things. So I think what happens is that you kind of had this like online relationship, and you start like you start letting it become more of like an external part as well. So like you might mm-hmm. start you might meet up in person. That's like a big thing. Or as you say, like, um I know I've sent like birthday cards and like um Christmas cards and things. And it's those little things that still keep you connected externally. So people also can understand like, God, this is my friend. I've just sent him a card. Like, come on, mum, dad, you know, I've known him for twelve years. <laughs> like
0: yeah, I'm gonna send yeah. him
2: a card. And um well yeah, it's just yeah. And I've, Can I say something? I need to try that sandwich. That's not a thing
0: here. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, so apparently it was, uh, it was like officially, McGangbang was on the menu in like I think it was Florida and one other state, but like everywhere else, you just kind of had you just had to put it together. Um, yeah. And and it it like back in that day, it was two dollars. A dollar for the McDouble, a dollar for the McChicken. And it was just it was it was of course it was since it was two sandwiches, it was so much bread, like you wouldn't need anything else. Two dollars gets you full. That's it. And so it was <laughs> it was it was great. It was perfect for everybody. Because you know, we were we we're gamers. Some of us has stupid metabolisms for no reason, even though we didn't yeah. play sports. Like skinny yeah. as shit, just fucking <laughs> chowing down. There was one day they used to do uh forty nine cent cheeseburgers on Wednesdays and yeah, here comes I remember that. <laughs> here comes Brett <laughs> with twenty five dollars like uh, you need cheeseburgers for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Shout out Istio <laughs> <man. laughs>
0: Who was who by the way was on last episode for Smash Brothers, if you guys want to check True. that out on the YouTube, boom, you. shameless plug. Um <laughs> it's something I um I wanted to mention too it's actually really funny that we're talking about this on this current week when Kyle is not here because Kyle is currently out visiting his gaming buddies he is Oh uh, really? yeah he uh I forget what what state they're in what state he went to but yeah they've taken a vacation for I think uh, five seven days or whatever and he's visiting his gaming buddies that he's been playing with um that's amazing so, so yeah
2: that's crazy <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just kind of kind of ironic um let's see what um i totally just lost myself on the list here so we're going into kind of like we kind of touch on the dynamics um kind of transitioning into um oh competitive gaming and esports that's a whole whole yeah. episode that is yeah. huge <laughs> oh I was in Texas that's where he is so he's in he's in Texas hanging with the boys so that's that's pretty cool just um as far as far as I know it's the um it's his first time you know actually seeing him in person too so it's just kind of like oh, oh.
2: That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah it's man. kind of I like love the, them videos you know those little videos that are on like Facebook, and I know I'm a i am know I'm a Facebook mom. Mm-hmm. I love it, and um, <laughs> and it's like meeting their online like boyfriend or girlfriend or online friend for the first time, and they just like run up to each other. And I'm like, oh,
0: just give yeah. you that
2: warm feeling, and it? it's like that's that's meant to be that, you know? That's that's written somewhere in this world, like for that to happen.
0: Literally, yeah. the most wholesome videos on the fucking internet. Like those are, yeah. oh my god, it's dear to my eye man. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um it's so cute. It so it's I I would I would say it it's really interesting um I don't want to say it's like an it's a direct gaming kind of thing, but more of a social like society kind of thing. It feels like until Tell me if you guys kind of, like, hit this or not. It feels like, especially when you're coming from, quote-unquote, outside of a gaming community, like, you haven't really, really been in-depth, kind of like, you know, Call of Duty 24-7, whatever. You just kind of, like, touch some games here and there, touch some forums. It feels like we've transitioned to more of, like, hey, buddy, buddy, we play the same games. I want to meet you, support you kind of thing to where people are kind of becoming more egotistical, selfish in a way, especially when it comes to so like, I hate to drop this bomb, but I'm going to fucking drop it because it needs to be a conversation. You, having your own Discord server. Like, yeah, having your own Discord server. And again, we're, we're going to transition to it too content creation twitch Mm -hmm, kick mm -hmm, youtube mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like supporting supporting those kind of channels had how has that from your guys perspective how has that changed the general person's persona emotion what have you the
1: the term cloud chaser is so much more (laughs) than it's ever been yes So much more prominent than it's ever been. I mean, before it was kind of used as a joke. No, it's a real thing now. I mean, I I um I know people in the in the in the Call of Duty competitive community, and you know, being friends with a with with a former pro player is cool, right? Because you kind of get to hear their perspective on what it was like to be in the pro community. But then you start to notice the the fakeness of the people around them you know or or, or people who kind of come around just because that person is around and you know literally won't talk to anybody else in the group but that person and they don't even really know that person in the first place they just <laughs> they just want to talk yeah. and um i don't know you you just kind of you just kind of just to start to see things it's like oh well this is a uh, this is this is really weird. Um, I I I'll never forget, man. There was one time I, I forgot what game I was playing, but we were trying to get. Uh, it was me and me and um, Louie. We were trying to get someone to play with us, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know." And, uh, and the second we were like, "Oh, well, this person's gonna play," and they were like, "I'll be there in five minutes." So you, okay, yeah. It, right. There's definitely <laughs> there's definitely a lot of that
0: too, and it it. I mean it it translates to the outside world too. It's like if you're if you're not part of a social group, if you're not part of a clique, you're just going to feel that kind of awkwardness because you only have for lack of a better term attachment to that one or two people inside that community clique, social group, whatever, right? So it's it's more of a is it more of a transition thing that you're trying to that these people are trying to get into the group or again back to the whole are, are you just like starstruck gazing cloud chasing kind of thing mm-hmm. um i think yeah.
2: that's, that's so like um true though i think what sort of happened is the idea of a gaming community has now become from something that is more gener- general so like oh we're all we all love call of duty here and like that's it where now it's kind of sprung off into its own subsection where it, sometimes you're having a community about an actual one person so like specific youtubers have their own communities now and
0: yeah.
2: and twitch streamers have their own communities which is all is all fine but yeah. i think what's happened then is it's kind of lost its way in that sort of in that sort of authenticness. because you kind of go from talking about something that you all pay, love and you can obviously all love one person but then does that kind of not make it a bit more of, like, the sort of audience mentality of, like, I don't know, a boy band, Does that makes sense?
0: You yeah. know, like,
2: you all know them, you all love them, but, like, it, it's that parasocial relationship in it where, like, you can't have a real friendship with them. You can, only, you can only picture it, you can only imagine it, you can only take in what they're saying and, you know, take it in your hat or whatever where it's not the same as an actual community with people who are on the same, we'll call it level, but that's obviously up for debate as you. And you can Mm. actually have a real friendship with them. Well, yeah. That's why we kind of get all roped in. I think that's why gaming communities get a bit more of a bad rap now. It's because this toxicness has come from somewhere. I don't necessarily think it's come from the idea of a gaming community.
0: Well, you're uh, like you're hitting like you're hitting the exact point too, because it's again that whole you're following a content creator, you're essentially following a band, you're you know doing the cult classic thing, you're just following to follow. So is it really like you're you're there for the content creator? You're not there for anybody else, right? You're yeah. You're like, you're starstruck. You're starstruck at that one person and everybody else in the Discord is just not even there. Might as well not even, you're there to see, oh, up, video uploads. Oh, some people are talking. Like Again, you create those clicks within that community of people who have this same, um, just lost the word, um, same affinity for this one
1: person, right? Yeah, 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 and you you get into the Discord hoping that at some point you'll be able to play with that person or, or, or you know, or hang out with that person, which is cool. There's nothing wrong with 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 shooting for that, but like like, like you said, you know, m- make sure that you you don't forget. Like we're we're still here as you know fellow gamers, and I know that a lot of content creators might get you know they are they're, they're definitely not okay with. People coming into communities just for the sake of hanging out with them—it's like the whole purpose of me creating this community is so gamers can come together. You know, I'm gonna—I'm gonna use a word in a safe space and and have some fun with each other. It doesn't have to be about me, but you know, of course, there's always gonna be that that person who will make it about something more, uh, more vain. And it's you know, yeah, you shouldn't really punish the entire community for that one person at the same time. Um, yeah. so so i I do my best not to <laughs> well it's also like but, back, but when... I always call them out <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i mean it, that also goes
0: back to like um you know back when mixer was just starting up and you know back in the early days of twitch when in you know when fortnite first came out and stuff like that all you know smaller streamers you'd you know you would you would be that person trying to make that content and then here come these this is random random people in chat like hey can i play hey can i play hey can i play? well you you're like just randomly like sure it, you know that's kind of how you go about creating a community but then that it's not it's not an authentic hey can i play with you because i want to play with you it's a hey, can I play with you so I can get on your stream, so I can get your cloud, so I can follow for follow kind of bullshit. So it's like, it's that, it's, it's again, another gray area to where, am I here for the person or am I here for, yeah, again, for lack of a better term, the fame, the cloud.
1: You know, I guess, I, I guess you're right. It definitely depends on the person, right? Um I, and part of the reason why I never truly enjoyed watching big streamers with the exception of a, of a handful is because of the fact that I always wanted to support people who were, you know, small communities who were on the up and up, right? It's part mm-hmm. of the reason why I was always such a big fan of Trey Beret. Um And also, Trey, Trey Beret being, being a black streamer, you know, it, it just, you know, wasn't wasn't really something I was seeing a whole lot of at the time when I first got on Twitch. So it made it easier for me to, for me to support. But, yeah, but then again, it it also comes down to and I'll, I'll say how much you support, right? Uh, I've I've donated over, oh, I no nah, I wouldn't say over I probably say close to a thousand dollars over time since I've since I've joined Trace community and it was never about you know lo- love me senpai or anything it was just about like yo I don't want you to stop streaming bro you like you're you're a source of entertainment for me you know whenever whenever I'm at work and and, and I'm bored as hell. Guess who I turn on you. So if the, if this donation will help you to keep streaming, then so so be it. This is you know is what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. And it was never about get put me on stream. It was always about thank you. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Just just straight up thank you. So the you know, the, the the intention means everything,
0: obviously. Yeah. Um, I I actually I actually want to touch on another point with that before we uh, possibly jump into esports and stuff like that. But real quick, um, what panda said in the in chat video games legit saved my life and i'm happy i got to meet people who became like a family to me yeah that's that also hits home too it's 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 kind of the basis of gaming communities like especially again for those introverted quote-unquote socially awkward people they strive in these communities where they can actually meet these like-minded people in a "Quote unquote safer environment that just lets them be themselves, and it's again, it's it's like a world of it opens a whole new world for people."
1: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Um, no, go ahead. Me? Oh no, I know. I was I was just agreeing with you. Oh, okay. you <laughs> were really about to say something. <laughs> um, no, no,
0: no. But what I also wanted to touch on is. um um, when it comes to, when it comes to donating and stuff like that to your favorite streamer, um, the, the disinformation of, uh, you know, the, the popular general idea of, again, the other side of the coin. If I donate to this streamer, I get to play with them. I get to see them. I get to do things with them. I get to develop this parasocial relationship with them, you know. Especially when it comes from girl streamers and guy donators, like, oh, th- this is my end, bro. Like, I donate to this chick, <laughs> I can slide in her fucking DMs. Like, this is easy. This is like, and then you find out three years later, you know, that dude who donated like two months in got fucking mod. And then three years later, he fucking, he sent the chick dick pics and then he's gone,
1: you know? Yeah. So, yeah. You got look, he's got a little too comfortable, my boy. My boy. a little too comfortable sir well and then and then
0: again there's the other side to that coin to where yeah i you know i modded this guy like two months into my stream and yo we're we're fucking married now yeah it is what it is yeah it just it's that it's that difference in development that i don't think has a specific factor like a correlation factor to e- each individual person, but yeah, it's it's different. It's different for everybody. It's just it's how you present yourself at the end of the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's yep. a really good point. Um, because like one, two great examples of this, one for one side and one for the other, is um, cinnamon toast Ken. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He kind of hangs around with PewDiePie, which you probably hates saying that. Um, his <laughs> wife, he actually met her through Facebook like, through, like, a Facebook group that he had for his own content. And he was like, look, if I tried to find a wife now, I'd never be able to do it that way. Like, there was just, you know, no way that would happen. But, Mm -hmm. um, obviously, on the other side, you kind of have Jared. I forget his last name. Pro-Jared. And that was a whole thing. A whole mess. And I think what the difference was is having that mutual respect, I think is I think if the fan, whoever manages to break the the glass ceiling, we'll call it, and be able to be with this, you know, content creator, it's at that point, it's like, look, we're done now. You know, this is respect now. You know, we are, this is it. You know, there's not, like, that sort of um, kind of different roles that you kind of get. I think very similar, Mm. like, when you have, like, a job with your boss. Like, you can't, like... Have that anymore if you're together. All of that sort of labeling has to kind of go away, and I think that's what people struggle with, like with the content creation side of things. And as you say, like with the streamers who like make mods, and it kind of all goes wrong. It's all from that sort of same angle, I think.
0: Well, I it's actually it's interesting because like it's especially when you're a small content creator, and let me know if it resonates with you guys at all but me personally um you know you see you see all these viral videos and people blowing up and um you know stuff like that and especially with cancel culture kind of stuff going on which i'm sure like we can literally talk for hours about that um which is probably why this is going to be a to two, two episode thing um me personally i'm just like Sure, a viral video and stuff would be cool, but like, I like, I reserve myself for the fact that I don't want to do something fucking stupid that goes viral and be known for that fucking stupid thing.
1: You yeah, know, just for that. Yeah, I mean, it does work for some people. Some people get get blessed. You know, like Doja Cat, for example. You know, she started she started doing something really viral, really really silly and. Now she's a huge pop artist now, you know, it's like it it it, it can't work, mm-hmm. but it's not it, the thing is it shouldn't be the formula. It should yeah. not be the formula. and it is um, for, for 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 many people. so yeah I
2: think that's what people think they have to grind a grow from is that they have to be like, "Look, I have to be the next big thing or bust. you know, i'm I, I can't yeah. be in between. There is no in between. And I think that's why people kind of. Build up this big thing, and they're like, I don't know, I'm gonna jump off a building, you know, and get a million views, and then like it goes wrong, and then like you never see them again. Yeah, um, I yeah, guess yeah. it's a bit like a, a one-hit wonder. Yeah,
1: you exactly. Know, once you kind
2: of had once you've had the the success of one thing, you know, can you top it? Probably not really, but if you're really good at it, can good at the same thing consistently, that's completely different.
0: Yeah, 100%. well, that that's if also
1: really
0: net, yeah, 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 that's also another thing though is like you gotta. You can't, like, if you're trying to do that content thing, you can't be that one-hit wonder and not build off of that. Like, there's, you know, there's plenty of people who've gone viral for, like, a week, a month, and then fell off the face of the earth because they didn't keep up with it kind of thing. They didn't build off of it. Um, one thing that comes to mind is, look at what, look at what, uh what, what's her face? Oh, my God. I just had her name. Um, bad baby or whatever that the chick who was on the little kid who was on dr phil she said fucking five words five words and she's fucking all over the place now she's now people think like her music is good it's like shit like that you know yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean the 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 2010s definitely became like a very goofy decade you know for things like that it's actually, I mean, in my life, ah, uh, you know what though, I can't say the the necessarily the the silliest decade that I was in, you know, because that's when a lot of like you know the the EDM thing experiences happened, but they're just like like I just, I don't know maybe just 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 pop culture in general in that decade was just just bottom tier, yeah. <laughs> just just Style. Yeah,
0: Gingham himself for sure. That hey, was hey, a hold meme. on, hold on, bro. Hey, bro, don't don't disrespect him, guy. Okay? He, right. he so
2: disrespect. Hi, right. he is a musician. Yeah, yeah,
0: bro, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, he still he still goes around. He still, you know, he built off of that. You know, he's one of those. You know, it was you know it was a meme for a little bit, and then people realized, oh shit, this is actual. This is an actual person. He's making music. He's actually legit, kind of thing. So
1: yeah,
0: uh, that's just one example of somebody who. Took something and built off of it. Whereas others, again, are just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try to be viral and then not do shit about it and then cry about it when I'm dead within a week, kind of thing. Quote unquote, dead, like metaphysically, not like physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it depends. It's the jump of fun. a building, you know?
1: But <laughs> should, should been, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like okay, you said metaphysically. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, in game, like we die a lot. We have to. We have hell of lives, you know. I'm on. I'm on yeah. like live fifty right now. It's still going down <laughs> exponentially. I might add, depending on what game I'm playing at the time. <laughs> um, but I did. Um, uh, I did want to try to wedge in this episode um for sure because we have like technically we have like 15 30 minutes left so i did want to kind of wedge in and get into the whole how competitive gaming and esports has kind of shaped things as well in terms of um just i mean just in terms of Again, going back to that whole kind of clout chasing aspect, following this one person, but then again you can argue the same thing for physical sports as well, right?
2: Definitely. Technically, um all sports can be classed as a religion because they all have like a place you go to and you all follow the same thing, there's rules, <laughs> you know. So technically I never thought of it flavors. like
1: that. I'm <laughs> down.
0: <laughs>
2: And it was all cults. as well. Yeah, it, you might not have a physical space, so, but technically, you can have a digital church now. So we're good. You know.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every every sports team is a cult. That's that's it. That's.
2: I, I didn't Man. use that word, but you can use it. <laughs> you know what?
1: I think cult is fitting. I wish I had the video. Um, I thought I saw a video. So Call of Duty had their their championship tournament the biggest tournament of the year like a month ago and at the tournament i forgot what what team it was but there's literally someone in the crowd supporting this team his buddy had a dog leash he was tied up on a dog leash and when they called his team his favorite team out he he got on the ground and started like jumping at them as if he was a dog Oh like, it, like, did this in the crowd. I mean, he was sitting in the front row, so there's this open space between him and the stage, and literally was just, like, jumping at them, and he's, like, telling his buddy, like, hold me back, hold me back. And I was just watching the video, like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's no fucking way you're doing this right now. But it's some people are that down for it, you know? And it's, I can't necessarily, I can't necessarily hate on it, because I respect anyone who's loyal to a team or a community, you know, and and you know that's just this is my group and I and I'm sticking to it. But I mean, there are different ways you can support. I you know, I don't know, I don't know if Alicia needs to be involved, but you know, it is, it is.
2: Maybe you already had it. Maybe we're just using it for a second um, mm-hmm.
0: activity.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just alternative views. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Just, just cycling. <laughs> it just came to the yeah. arena like, flexed, so dressed yeah. up, dude. We got to change. You know, I'm already I already use this every day. Might as well.
2: You know when you've got a when you've got a competitive game at six, but you've got a day at seven. You know, that sort of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean that.
0: so then so I mean so again, that is it is interesting how um Again, going going from the side of traditional sports being, like you said, well, it, well like I said, basically Colts in a sense. Like you, you like one team, but there's – I don't think it's – esports is really adapted to – Adapted it's kind of the wrong word, but I don't think it's got as bad as like traditional sports where people are fucking fighting each other and shit like, yeah, stuff. like constantly like there, there's a couple esports fights now and then. like, oh, my team's better. You know, you've seen you've seen some videos of people swinging, but yeah, it's it's again esports is kind of like, oh i'm I'm here for these general teams, but I mean we're still a community of gamers for this game at the end of the day we're all we're all sweating or our balls are our balls and tits are sweating we smell like b o the stadium smells like ass, and we're here <laughs> watching this specific game, whether you like the team or not and that's the other thing is. When it comes to esports and tournaments, it's not one team versus one team. It's always, you know, a bracket elimination, a group stage, stuff like that. So your team's always going to be in rotation. So even if you're there for that one optic phase, fly quest, TSM, whatever, you know, you're still going to watch the other teams play because you like that game. You want to see that gameplay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: What if you hate the game yes. though? I love that. When people go and they go, but I don't even like this game anyway. I've seen those comments where they're like it'll be a specific like competitive thing. I think it's mainly like I've got to give it to like Apex and things like that. And they're like, but it's I can't remember exactly what it was now but i think sometimes you kind of as you say it's really good on that sort of community aspect thing but i think when people come off the game i think that can also be like a big break for a lot of people like i don't know if they do a patch or something i know people get really angry with that
0: oh that's a that's a whole nother thing uh a uh, diddy sports ban sir <laughs> no. so there's actually uh, there's actually some tournaments um that have banned Adderall use for sure um so if so some like old call of duty tournaments um i think mlg at one point banned the use of adderall so there is some kind of drug regulation for some of those bigger tournaments um but to charlotte's point about patches and stuff it's like again that's it's technically a whole nother subject in itself in my opinion um yeah but but it goes to the fact of, um, especially when you get into the development of games of uh, being a live service game title like Apex Legends, legal or uh, yeah, Apex Legends, League of Legends, Jesus Christ, um, used to be Heroes of the Storm, all those, all those live service games that get consistent patch updates to where you know. Again, you're playing you're playing one character, you're having the time of your life and then it gets nerfed to literal dog shit and then you're like, "Oh, I I hate this game it, it now because my character is not good." Um and so it that can happen. Yeah, so that that again kind of creates the dynamic of it's and it's interesting too what, you know, especially nowadays 2023 as uh, people going in and out of communities, like, oh, this character is great. I'm going to play this game for X amount of time until it gets nerfed and patched and then it's gone. I don't like that game anymore. I'm moving to this next community and focusing on this game mm-hmm. until this character, you know, my character gets fucking shit on again. And then we're just, you're just jumping. So.
1: Game hoppers. Yeah. It's. I mean,
2: it's so much easier to be a gamer for now, though. To be fair, like, and get essentially, if you're hopping games, you're hopping communities because of like Xbox has its own like subscription service. Obviously, PlayStation does as well as like because of so many free-to-play games. Obviously, we're putting that in quotations. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. it's so it's so much easier to kind of hop from one thing to another. That I guess you you could say that you're not meeting as many people and not being able to get as deep with people because you're like, well. I'm leaving this game now, I'm done with it, you know, goodbye, and like, never speak to them again.
0: That's actually, that's actually a really good thing to touch on, because it's like, uh, I think of it kind of, think of it kind of like Twitch, as in the whole saturation, you have, you started out with a few streamers, people followed those few streamers, and now there's so many streamers to follow that it's just all spread out. It's the same thing with video games, there was Called, well, there's Back in the days Call of Duty, Counter-Strike, Halo, Team Fortress. And now, boom. Everything. Like, you you, you, you got Apex Legends, you got Call of Duty, you got Halo. Um, you got Counter-Strike, you got Valorant. It's just the whole building off of that, the whole expansion of game development as a whole and all these games coming out is stretching out those gaming communities to where, yeah, people are hopping from one community to another. They're not creating these personal relationships as much anymore. Everybody's just doing their own thing. It's leading to these, again, singular servers where it's just small communities, three, you know, 10 to 12, mm. 10 to 100 people just chilling in one server kind of thing. And it's just... I I would I would argue to say there's not there's not that much mesh as there was 10 15 years ago.
1: Yeah. I mean the, the the saturation does play a part in that. There's no there's there's no question in it. Um I mean games also dying can play a part in it too cuz I mean H1 had a huge community when it was when it was when it was big and popular and then the second PUBG maybe <laughs> kind of like peeked over the over the mountaintop. It was like H huh? one huh? Yeah, I I I've never heard of Daybreak. Never. Yeah, no, never. You know. So uh, it's it, is, the, is it is it is it the the saturation of gaming, or 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 different games also kind of uh, well, playing uh, playing a part in the problem. Well, so it's I. <laughs> I think it's
0: a, it's a little bit of a mix, but I think it errs on the side of um, something we touched on a few episodes ago is you don't, nowadays, within the past, like, you know, five to seven years, you don't play games for games. You play games to play with people because oh, it's okay. kind of, it's gotten to the point of, where we where we start to realize that yeah we are getting saturated we are getting spread apart people over the past 10 15 years have been playing more solo titles by themselves so now i think naturally people are you know for lack of like a rubber band kind of term like stretched out and now it's starting to snap back into where there's so many games I've been playing solo for so long because I've been trying all these games. I want to go back to hanging with the boys, hanging with the homies, with the other gamers. And so you're, you're not exactly, I mean, I know I'm a hundred percent devoid of this because I will, I'll play anything. If it. if somebody else wants to play a game with me, I'll be like, yeah, I'll go buy that game on steam right now. Yeah, you true, know, true, true. You're you're there. You're there to bring back that social interaction to where you used to just again play play games by yourself all the time because there were so many more games to choose from, and you just got lost in. Oh, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this, and it's just well, that social rubber band just starting to snap back.
1: That's an interesting way to put it. You know, whereas before it was about. Connecting with friends through games. Now it's connecting to, to games through your friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'll I be the first person to admit that, you know, I have talking with, with um, Apex and ranin about us hanging out in Discord, like, we'll get in the Discord to hang out, but someone will be like, oh, what game are we playing? I don't know. And then throughout the day, if I, if I happen to see a game on the team that looks cool, I'll send it to them. They haven't seen me game. They all that looks cool. They'll send it to me, and by us downloading the game and playing it, you're right. Like it is bringing us together. It is making us. We're sitting in Discord longer. Like we're not. Uh, we're not kind of just just sneaking up the room. Like we're actually doing something. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Totally, totally makes sense. And it's it's not a, it's not a thing that that you may necessarily think about. Uh, it just kind of you know subconsciously happens.
0: Well, like things like, cause you know me, I, you and me both. We were heroes of the storm players. I'm not mm-hmm. an inherent League of Legends player. But if there's a group of people, even even one to two people, who just hey, I don't have anything else but League of Legends. You want to play League of Legends? I'm, I'm gonna download League of Legends. Like it, it's not it's not the fact of whether or not I like the game, it's whether or not I'm gonna have fun hanging out with people playing that game. Totally Do
2: you sense. think that um that there being more free to play games probably helped that?
0: Helped or hurt?
2: Helped. Sorry.
1: Um. No, I I think no that was, was, that was a, yeah. that was that was no, He intentionally said he intentionally added that in. <laughs> <end>. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Uh, it's when they... It comes. Oh. It's it's interesting. Uh, um. It's hard to say when it comes to free to play games, because it also depends what genre you're specifically talking about. When you're talking about something like League of Legends or um, Apex Legends, I just the fact that those both have legends right now is blowing my mind. I, I don't know why that's <laughs> killing me. Um, but some things like that, those are those are two kind of standout games that have always brought people together people are always down to play it but then you got the other quote-unquote cash grabby games that are just like hey we're gonna advertise ourselves as a free game but here's all these microtransactions," kind of thing so that throws in a whole other aspect of you know are you playing this game because it's free, or are you playing this game, you know, for some other psychological reason? Mm. And then on the other hand, things like Halo Infinite. Halo is now free, now free to play. Um, so it's. There's a give and take, I would say.
1: There's, there's a benefit, and uh, then there, there's pros and cons, for sure. I definitely think that. Free-to-play games are allowing players to game more. Um, And honestly, the statement that I just made about me, you know, Apex and Randy looking for games to play with each other. I feel like free-to-play games are, in a sense, maybe allowing friends to game more often. Because what, what what happened over the last 10 years or so is the games that everyone used to play, people no longer play anymore right? And they're like, well, we don't have anything else. We don't have anything for us to play now. We're, we're bored. You know, ne- You know, the whole MCGB crew was just primarily Call of Duty. We didn't play anything but Call of Duty.
2: <laughs>
1: That's all we played. That's all we knew. But once the boys, st- you know, moved on in their lives, stopped playing COD, got a family or whatever, COD was no longer the thing. Um, but there are a lot of games nowadays that we play Mm-hmm. That you know are, are are outside of Call of Duty, and we're and we're okay with it. Pummel Party being a great example. Jack, I mean, Jackbox Games isn't free to play, but you know, I mean, it's, it's it's to the point of like the free to play games are allowing the you know the, the the groups to say, all right, well, maybe that old game was no longer our thing, but like, what can we play today, if anything? So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, you know, I I, I can. I, I th- well, I think we we go ahead.
0: Sorry. No, I think I think that's the that's the exact sentiment is, just having just having the option of those free to play games that you can fall back on and say, hey, we're bored. Oh, it, one thing that instantly just pops in mind right now is Farlight. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's free. It's a shitty PC PC port, but yeah. Again, we don't like you don't have anything to play, here's a free game that you can still play video games, you know, with the community with with the gamers. So far Farlight's fun. <laughs> yeah. When you're, when, you're, when you're crushing kids. <laughs> exactly. And then but then you get into that aspect of like free free MMOs, for example. Uh especially when it comes to the mobile cash grabby MMOs, stuff like that, where where it takes more it takes more cohesiveness I would say between a whole community to kind of get into a game like that as well and then again there's people who don't like that kind of cash grabby stuff they they look at microtransactions and they instantly uninstall kind of oh thing oh my gosh so annoying so annoying it's um
1: it's definitely an open
0: book when it comes to free to play games,
1: for sure. If it if it's if it's paid if it's pay to win, then fair enough. But if it's just if it's just aesthetics, shut up and play the game. Yeah, uh, th- the game,
0: that's another that's another thing I think we touched on with the uh, MMO episode as well. Is is what what is considered necessarily pay to win, and what is not. And we even we even kind of touched on the argument of is you know our XP boost pay to win are you know one thing that screams out to a lot of the MMO community as far as pay to win things and stuff that kind of just inflates the uh, general economy. I would say, for lack of a better term, is things like wow tokens are um, in game in game when you can buy game time with in game currency, but you can also buy it with real money. So therefore those kind of people Mm. who do have that real money, they will buy that buy those quote unquote, I'm going to use wow tokens as an example. They will buy those wow tokens with physical money and then go in game and sell them for the, Um, digital currency so therefore you have that real money to digital currency transition and then all of a sudden you have an inflated in-game economy which people will argue that that's pay to win at the end of the day because you're literally you're paying for that token, whether or not you use it as game time, it still has a set amount of currency that it's worth that you can sell in-game. And of course, currency in-game leads to better gear, better stuff, paid away, right? Mm.
2: I, I have to just um, make a point out to my favorite mobile game of all time, um, Love Nikki, which is an MMORPG, technically. <laughs> And it's a fashion game, but all of the outfits, I like when you, as you said about pay to win, um, it just kind of came to me is like, I think what has made, I think the game's been out like six years now, which is big for a mobile game, and yeah. um, we, it's the mix of like the aesthetic, it's like oh, you know, everyone looking pretty, but also you kind of have that sort of advantage in the game as well against the other players, and I think that's what a lot of um free to play games don't seem to have a good enough mix of you know some mm-hmm. people just want to look pretty me some people want to get things <laughs> other people you know and i think it's having that sort of mix as you say
0: Mhm. it's it's yeah. definitely a whole different it's it's a whole different conversation when it comes to uh when it comes to that and how i mean going back in full circle how that how that interacts with the community, how it makes them feel as gamers when, again, in a general term, you have all these free games coming out, these quote-unquote WoW tokens kind of things, pay-to-win kind of strategies, microtransactions. What does that do psychologically for the community, for the gamer, to make them one either want to play that game or two the latter option where is probably the most used option is you're you're gonna game hop you don't want to play that game anymore because it's just changed so much and goes against your morals that you're gonna pull yourself out of that community to go to a different one that you think is more relatable right
2: yeah, mm. I definitely can see that. I think, as uh, again, just play devil's advocate because I love doing that. It's like, I think the only, one of the reasons why, like, especially I can to talk about Love Niki because I love it, but like the only, I think one of the main reasons it's been alive so long is because of the people who are actually willing to pay into the game. I think like some of the other de- games that the developers have done haven't done as well and the community has stayed alive for this one as well. And I think that's kind of helpful. And I think, pit win is is so awful and I, and I hate it um i think there's just got to be a bit more like transparency right like look we're gonna yeah. follow we're gonna like we're gonna support this game for this long if we don't make enough money that's it goodbye you know like it's, i still think there's enough of that out yes. there people there... are being very honest with it it yeah.
0: is it is abhorrent how much how easy and how prevalent it is that money grabs have become a thing to where developers just push out games to push out games just to make that money back. And then especially games that, and developers that promise to their community that they're going to be a live service game. It just doesn't happen. Um, so again, that goes, that just goes full circle to the specific, you know, gamer being part of that community, do they do they want to continue supporting that kind of that kind of business model, you know, when it comes to those games? Sure, you may like the game, you may want to really play it, but then you got you know, you got all these League of Legends clones that you want to try, but they all end up being just pay to win cash grabs. And then you're kind of just like, do I really, do I really enjoy these games, or do I just yeah. jump from game to game because, either one, again, the community, or two, that you're just devoted to that genre, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also something to say that I mean, if a game is good enough if if a whatever whatever game it is that that you're trying if it's if it's developed well enough you're not going anywhere mm-hmm. as long as it's a good enough game right like when i started playing vanglory on mobile i wasn't a big mobile gamer you know i played a little clash of clans here and there but that clash of clans was just that was casual that was during my break you know uh vanglory i became addicted to i bought a fucking ipad because of that game Right, and, and there, there was you know actual competitive aspect to the game as well. So it, it you know, that that when that game, I was willing to, you know, that there, there wasn't really. I don't think there was anything. Well, I guess whenever they whenever they released new characters, you could you know buy them with in-game currency. But I never got to a point where I was like, oh, you know, this, this game's broken. You know, I'm I'm, I'm going to stop playing it because it was just so damn good. Mm-hmm. Right, so so. I guess so frustration around pay to win is only as good as the game is itself. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Um, I mean, if if the game is trash and it's pay to win, oh, who who's gonna play it? <laughs> it's, just, well, it's just not happening. There'll
2: be some person out there. I remember um, there was a mobile game I was modding for for a little bit, and um, it was okay. Um, and someone got to the top VIP level in a week. And it was, like, five grand. And I was like, how can you drop that much money on a game that's only been out? And it it was literally, I think it was max two weeks. And she was like, I'm going to play it forever. And I'm like, it's going to die. You know, you're the only one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then, yeah, of course, there are those people, especially the mobile game, in the mobile game community, that will take all this money and dump it straight in to be on the top of the list because they thrive off of that pay to win because they have that money. And then, you know, you got your quote unquote bottom tier free players who are just like, well, why do I even try playing anymore? This this kid's just gonna shit on me with everything he's got. Uh if, you know, think of uh, like Star Trek Fleet Command, for example, you're starting off as a level one and then this, you know, this guy who's only a week into the game, put five, ten grand into it. He comes in with the best ship and just wrecks your house, dude. And mm-hmm. you're just you're just sitting there like, OK, I, I can't do anything because every time I quote unquote respawn, he's just going to come in and wreck my shit. So. Sure. <laughs> there there are definitely people who thrive off of that pay-to-win uh, kind of aspect, but again, then it goes to how much are you going to let your game be pay-to-win to keep these quote-unquote free-to-play players within your community, within liking your game still, so that it's not wildly unfair.
2: Yeah, I, feel, I just I, feel like, I think. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I think we should we should pack in all games and only play Roblox. <laughs>
0: then... <laughs> hmm. Well, so one thing one thing I kind of want to do is for Crack Media, and kind of going to use this as a little bit of a wrap up and transition into episode two because we are getting fifteen over an hour. Uh, but I mean we still we still got a lot of topics to cover we we touched we touched on most of it but we didn't go as in depth as I think we could have so definitely gonna elongate this for sure but something I want to do with crack media in the future once we get big enough as our own community as our own people people who are interested in this kind of stuff is I want to create some kind of not necessarily game review system, but more of either just like buying and reviewing games or becoming kind of like an EOSRB kind of thing to where your game has to go through us. It uh, It doesn't have to go through us, but if you want this specific stamp of approval that this game is actually like, made developed bug free kind of stuff like that come through us, we'll test it out. And if we give it the stamp of approval, like we can we can help we can help push. Yeah, exactly. We could help push it. This game was certified by cracked media. It doesn't have excessive bugs. It has a good development line. They have places that they're gonna go. It's not gonna be a pay-to-win fest kind of stuff like that. So I mean, that's obviously like huge in the future aspiration kind of thing, but it's definitely something I kind of want to do because going back into it, there are all these shit games. There are all these pay to win, cash grab, money grab kind of things. And I think it's just a huge detriment to the gaming community as a whole to, oh, I like all these games. I want to try all these games. But i get disappointed because i'm trying all these games because they're not what i want they're not yeah they're not what i expect and again that goes yeah and that goes back to the aspect of not to like cut you off on that that goes back to the aspect of i don't i don't play the game for the game i play the game for my community for my friends for the homies you know
2: you could even review the actual communities as well. That'd be fun.
0: That that would be fun. That, <laughs> that would be interesting.
2: Are they toxic or not? Yes, no. You know, that that's a good rating. You, you <laughs> this is essentially like we would be the fun police. And I think that's great. That's
1: <laughs> yeah. what the
2: internet needs. <laughs> well,
0: I Hell that yeah. that kind of touches on it and I'll uh, I'm just gonna put this as kind of my last point. Uh, touches on our um, last uh, Call of Duty episode of how Call of Duty has transitioned from in base arena shooter to now everybody's playing Warzone battle royale and nobody's playing the base arena shooter anymore. What does that do for the Call of Duty community as a whole? That's changed. You don't have you don't have a six v six team anymore. You I mean, maybe you'll maybe some people will queue up like solo squads and meet a couple people here and there, but you're only talking to those four people. It's not like you can communicate with the rest of the lobby to where Arena, you know, back in the Call of Duty days, you're talking shit, you're hyping yourself up, everybody's just throwing shit at each other in the pregame lobby, and that's the camaraderie of that community so that's a whole different aspect another oh, episode kind of yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah i think it's a really good oh. point though. i think that when that it became from having 12 people in a lobby max to 100 there's no way you can talk to everybody you know mm-hmm. and i think you miss out on that little as you say that camaraderie you know yeah
1: i mean yeah That that's also why i mean having the the proximity chat and Warzone 2 was a huge, like, everyone was so excited about that. When they announced proximity Chat, people were like, oh, oh, you know, because you wanted to be able to talk to people, you know, the, the whole, the whole, the, the, what is it, the, what did they call the, the, the death, uh, the death, death Mike, voice, whatever they call it, death mic, death yeah. voice, <clears throat> you know, that's, that's a, a big thing in Call of Duty, and just being able to interact with someone before or while you're getting ready, you know, you know, to kill them, there, there are content creators who are making shorts, all based on proximity chat, like interactions in Warzone. Mm-hmm. This one, one particular guy, I, I I watch quite a bit. Every single one of his shorts is always like, you see someone around the corner. All right, cool. And now we're talking. We're having a whole conversation right, right before I kill you, you know. And 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 they're and they're funny interactions, like mm-hmm. le- le- legitimately. But then my uh,
2: favorite walls, uh sorry.
1: No, no. Go ahead.
2: Um, I was just gonna say my my favorite Warzone um creator at the minute. I see him on shows all the time. Is he pretends to be like an eight year old, and <laughs> I know it makes me laugh so hard because like he'll pretend like his mom's like made him like he's gonna have to come off the game or like she's promised him pizza if he wins or whatever.
0: Oh, are you are talking so, about the Warzone like, player, right?
2: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I used to I used to get his TikTok feed all the time. It was great. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he had the little he had the um, the vocalizer and everything. Mom, I'm yeah. <laughs> those, see those those are funny. But and then um, in the aspect of proximity chat, it's it's more of it takes away that hey you know i want to be friends cool we're playing the same game and everything but it doesn't really facilitate that aspect of hey i want to be friends with this guy it's more of hey i'm just it it enables me to talk shit not not that i'm gonna grow and get a friendship with them but i'm able to communicate with other people so there's there's still that communication factor but there's not that attachment factor i I guess i could say yeah
2: yeah i think
0: i'll subscribe with uh so oh man there's so we uh, we got through we got through most of what we wanted to talk about uh charlotte has a lot more that she wants to go through and i am more than happy to get another episode going for the rest of it um we're gonna be we're probably gonna uh, touch on eSports again uh, just because it was kind of more of a hit and miss kind of thing. Uh, talk a little bit about the inclusive inclusivity and diversity of just gaming communities in general. Um, go more in depth about streaming and content creation and that superficial kind of relationship, uh, toxicity and moderation of these kind of communities servers stuff like that definitely definitely want to touch on cross-platform that's going to be a huge one uh as far as interaction between people and just find probably going to finish off with kind of like future where the where where things are going how it's going to progress uh but all of that's going to be into the next episode uh so i think we're gonna pump brakes here let you guys pull in some social plugs and get ready for next episode i'm excited yeah, i'm
2: really looking forward to it yeah thank you guys both so much you know for letting me come on here and talk about it one thing i, I thought would be really cool for the next episode is If I kind of got a couple of responses on my survey, you know, maybe we could talk about some topics that haven't necessarily come up yet or someone's kind of opinion that could be completely different to ours and I'd love that.
0: Oh, yes, yes. I almost completely forgot about that because I did not save the notification on my Discord, which I usually do. Literally just mark everything as unread so you don't miss it. Um, If you guys have not seen so yet... Please go into Crack Media Discord under uh, Fully Customs uh, survey. Uh, not survey. Under Fully Customs channel. Uh, under Designer Showcase, she will have her uh survey for you guys to to take, and we will take those surveys into next episode and use those also as conversation points as well.
1: Oh, That'll be, uh, cool. be cool. that it, would be cool.
0: It's i'm actually really excited for that um i'm gonna go i'm actually gonna go take the survey myself after this episode yeah Uh, yeah and
2: uh, and um as i say like if anybody wants to kind of have like a bigger conversation about it maybe you know we can sit down and have like an interview about like where they began in their online gaming community journey i'd love that as well and i've left a little note bar so you can kind of send me contact details and maybe we could talk about that too you know i i just really i'm grateful you know that we can get to talk about this thing because it is so important. I think, as someone who sits on a desk every day for the past fifteen years, you know, I think <laughs> it, there's a many people out here that are like it, and not enough people realize how important it is.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it really it really is. Uh, again, I was really excited when you came to me with this idea of, hey, I'm doing a doing a PhD thesis on this, and uh, need to get some feedback on it and I was just all for it uh I think what what is what's the next episode time Uh, don't tell me it's the 30th oh no Mm. okay we'll we'll work it out we'll work it out I'm going to be gone on the weekend of the 30th so we'll either we'll either just have Juice and Kyle heading the episode, or we'll push it off. Uh, we'll push it off another two weeks uh, for the next episode, or you know we can we can do it on the next week. Like it's it we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah, either way,
1: if necessary, we can just record it next Sunday. Well, because I will be out also on the the thirtieth
0: myself. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, next so I still have to talk to Flynn about Spotlight too. We might do Spotlight next week. Um Got you, got you. Got you. So I think yeah, we'll we'll talk about it um for info uh oh, a PhD who's a smart one here. That's Charlotte. Charlotte's a smart one.
2: Yeah. It, it, can I say something? I just pay them money and then they let me keep coming back. That's all it is. It's not that.
0: <laughs> that's how it usually works, right? hashtag, hashtag University. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need
2: more gamers in university. That's all I'm gonna say about it. It's yeah.
0: I know, yeah, I almost I almost went to university for uh, game development, which I. Uh, retrospectively, probably should have, but it was an aspiration at one point. Um, so, if you guys haven't joined the Discord, um, we'll spam we'll spam that link here at the end as well. Uh, don't forget to take that survey, Juice. Go ahead and post your socials. I know you got them. Um, Absolutely. You can find me, of course, anywhere: uh, Twitter, Twitch slash jdogging uh, I will probably be live later tonight as well on my personal and we will keep you guys updated in the discord of our future episodes and what's going to happen over the next, uh, two to four weeks, because it is going to be, it is going to be kind of a juggle. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's <laughs> Jeremy Tommy, if you're listening to this, actually, it's not your fault. It's your, it's your friend's fault a 28 yeah kind of a good problem to
1: have right you know i mean we'll see it's having everything everything's having lined up you know being a little busy busy can be good
0: i mean it's a bachelor's party who's gonna who's gonna complain right <laughs> yeah. um but yeah that wraps it out episode seven our lovely guest charlotte phd smart person here to join us <laughs> gracing us with her presence Thank you very much. It was lovely to have you. <laughs> can't oh, wait for the next guys. episode and oh, me neither. fill out those surveys. It'll be a lot of help. I'll be um, I'll be also spamming it in the discord announcements every now and then just so you guys don't fully forget but yeah until next thank time you. thank you guys for hanging out XP share episode 7. Signing off.
1: Peace. Bye-bye.